0: here we go
1: welcome
2: back to no stone unturned back with another episode mr grumpy himself cynic and i'm the optimistic asshole that believes we can change the world let's have some fun the
1: force is with you young skywalker you are not a jedi yet Place to have a party.
0: And curiosity often leads
2: to trouble. Totally redeem yourself.
0: Doc, check me out. I got a fat voice.
1: Now, actually, it is absolutely absurd to say that we came into this world. We didn't, we came out of it, out of it, out of it, out of it. It is absolutely absurd to say that we came into this world. We didn't, we came out of it.
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. No stone unturned. It's been so long, I almost forgot how to do this. But it's like riding a bike, I guess. Uh, Maybe this is me just being anxious and nervously talking because I haven't stopped talking (laughs) since I started. Cynic, (laughs) how are you? I'm hungover. That's how I am. (laughs) I'm not
0: well. I'm too old to be drinking like a fool like I did yesterday. You're a little hot.
2: Check it. You're a little hot.
0: Then we're gonna stay hot, bro. Because this is going out live. <laughs> this is live, no bro. Edit.
2: No fun facts. Fuck your life, all right? Bing bong. I turned it down. <laughs> Thank you, man. The funniest thing about you being um, hungover. Is that you just drank beer in one whiskey shot?
0: Hey man, you don't need to tell the people what I drank. all right? The point is, I drank a lot and I ate a little, and it's not a good combination. Well,
2: there, yes, yes, you the, you got to eat. You know, that's a rookie move on your part. I don't know what that you is were thinking. such a rookie move. I, don't know I know what you were thinking about going out drinking, even if it was early, and not having a good base in the stomach to get you through it. You know, talk about that,
0: man. I think the problem is that I'm out of practice. That's the problem. Yes. Plus, I I went out with different expectations. You know, I was we. I thought we were going to eat, so we had a plan to go somewhere that where you could eat, but the place turned out to be different than we expected, and we left very soon after arriving, and yeah, basically after that didn't pan out, the food topic just didn't really come up again. <laughs> it, was, it was all about drinking.
2: Yeah, you kind of stumbled your way into a few drinks. It wasn't really the original plan. Mm-hmm. The plan was to go eat. And then you're not going to be a bitch and be like, hey, I need to stop and to get an empanada. You're already mm-hmm. drinking, right? Ooh. It said
0: I didn't even think about food. Because right? if I would have, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, let's go get something to eat. But I wasn't even hungry at that point. The hunger was breakfast? suppressed. I did. I had breakfast. That's it. That is it. So, yeah, that's how I'm doing. How are you doing? I'm kind doing of sir?
2: good, man. I'm doing good, brother. You know, getting closer to the big date.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, so as far as the personal life that is dominating everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, doing all right, man. Out here in Texas, awesome Texas. Howdy, how do you do? Kind people, nice people.
0: Yeah, Texas. Did I
2: t- did I tell you the story before about Varsity Blues and my like? undying love for that movie one of the reasons i started playing quarterback was because of that movie varsity blues did i ever tell you that i don't think so and there's parts of varsity blues that was shot in the part of austin that i'm living in bro because it's like small town shit you know what i mean really what are the chances that i come to a place and end up purchasing a home out here where they shot one of my favorite fucking pastime movies man jonathan mox's star quarterback of the coyote
0: that is pretty um strange
2: is it the universe because i've watched them you know how we used to watch ace ventura when we were younger and dumb and dumber right yeah Yeah. so much that we can recite it that was how i watched varsity blues i had it on dvd (laughs) for those of you that don't know what that is (laughs) at least it's dvd not vhs at least it wasn't (laughs) VHS. yeah i'm not that old right that's when you still had a dvd collection because now it's like what's the point of (laughs) that when everything is on your computer yeah for real think about it like a dvd rack is going to collect dust Fuck a DVD rack, bro. Just have it in the fucking system.
0: It's like CDs. Who got CDs anymore? I don't even have a CDs CD player
2: anymore. Yeah, man. But yeah, it's. I think it's funny that I'm. That I'm. Uh, so it is funny. Away. How
0: did you figure out that that was the case? That 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 they filmed part of it there.
2: Before I decided to to buy the house out here, I would come out here and visit friends that that lived in a in a town not too far from here called Huddle, Huddle Texas, H U T T O. And I think around that time is when I started realizing, I don't know if there was a meme that I saw, you know how uh <laughs> you know how we always talk about that they're always listening? Yeah. So all of a sudden this fucking meme comes up of Varsity Blues and it's a shot of the movie, right? Which I know that shot because it has all the the high school banners and everything. It's a popular shot kind of zooms in and then it's the actual town which is Taylor, Texas. And it shows you where that happened. And I'm like, no fucking way, dude. Like Crazy. And it was right around the time. Yeah. Like The the internet gave me the information. I didn't even have to look for it. We don't even have to hit Google anymore, Cynic. We just talk about things and just always listen and they'll give it to us. And that's how I, I realized it. And then I went for myself and I checked it out. Another cool thing about the town that I'm living in, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There was a part that was shot here, the meat market. It's like fucking four minutes away from where I'm living right now. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, That's crazy
0: because from when you look at it on the map, it's pretty much in the middle <laughs> of nowhere.
2: Middle of nowhere, bro. Like I'm telling you, there's a cornfield in walking distance. There's constantly tractors up in the, the road in front of my ho- house is called Farm to Market Road. I'm in the country, bro, which I love. I love it because the city's 20 minutes away. So I got the best of both worlds, you know? Nice, nice. But yeah, it's out here in the boonies, doggy. It's in the boonie-woonies. And they fucking, like, out of all places, how the fuck does Texas Chainsaw, man? Like, who was in Taylor, Texas? They said, oh, that'll be a good shot for the fucking movie. How the fuck well, does that happen? Well, whatever, man. Enough about Texas. Enough Doing about Texas. Now,
0: Looking forward to seeing it.
2: Yeah. To person. Hey, you little fucking stud ball. I can't wait for you to get here, my man. <laughs> yeah, it's we're gonna pretty excited. Fun. It's going to be fun, man. So, bro, what are we talking about today? Talk to me, Cynic. What you got, baby?
0: You remember I told you that I feel that I'm that I'm slowly shifting to the uh, to the dark side of conservatism. I don't know if you remember me telling you that.
2: Welcome. Of course I remember that. It was a message you sent me on WhatsApp.
0: It's a series of events that have transpired, <laughs> that have moved me closer and closer to to the point where I'm like, I've just started to ask myself, like, I'm hearing these different points of view, these different, you know, things that, are clearly from the conservative side of the house, and I'm totally in line with them. (laughs) You know? I don't know if it's age (laughs) or what it is, or it's just, you know, coincidental that the particular topics that I was listening um, to these sort of commentaries on were topics that just happened to be relevant for me at the moment. You know, things like woke Hollywood and from the movies to the television series or, you know, to TV series... That is something that, I mean, even before it, it got the name of woke Hollywood, has been like annoying the hell out of me already for, for some time.
2: And I, I noticed it little by little. To, to briefly interrupt, that is a term that would definitely bother you. Like, I can, I can see that. That's all I want to say. Carry on.
0: Yeah, 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 it is. I mean, I don't know how much you have seen it or have noticed it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't I really don't know how your TV watching habits are over there, but for us it's like, you know, we have a lot of shows that we sort of watch and we're always on the lookout for new ones. And you just can tell especially when with the newer ones, you know, it's it's always the same agenda in these in these shows and movies and these reboots. That's the other thing. They reboot everything. They milk the hell out of everything that worked before create some reboot or some, or some spinoff and fuck up the shows. And then not only do they fuck them up because they're not as good as the originals, but then they pack them full of their woke freaking ideology and woke agenda. And what I'm talking about is things like main characters, female lead characters who have no actual reason to be leads in the story. Like there's no background to why they... There's no background to why they... Let me give you an example. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. So let me give you an example.
2: So you're saying that women don't have, shouldn't have the opportunity to be leads in a roles? No, 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 no. That's why I'm gonna give you an example. <laughs> Shots
0: fine. No. <laughs> let me give you an example. Thor. What is it called? Love and what? That last one that came out. Love and thunder or some bullshit.
2: Yeah. So I was like, it's a fucking Porto. <laughs> did you watch it? I did not. But okay. I do love. Who's the? Isn't the girl? Um, Natalie Portman. Yeah. I love fucking Princess Amadonna, whatever her name is in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah That's yeah, my yeah. bitch. That's my bitch. You know, no disrespect. But <laughs> I'm sure she would appreciate being your bitch. bitch. <laughs> that's my bitch. Though. That's my bitch. But listen, Sherry Saron in, is my bitch too. You know, Shari.
0: in in this in this Thor film, right? Not only do they pretty much make Thor into a fucking clown, the, guy, the guy's like just a clown in that movie. He he's like because he's, he's love like, struck. He's a backseat fucking uh, driver in this film. And who is the main character, you know, in this film, basically, it turns out to be her. And not only is it her, she turns out to be the female version of Thor. She's all badass. She has no backstory as to why she would be a badass, but she just is a badass. That's just one example of the kind of things they're doing with female heroines or whatever you call them. Hero characters. It's like, I don't care if you're, if you're a, a strong female character or that you're the, a main character. You know, like Terminator. Remember the Terminator movies? Of course. The mom was a badass. Yeah. And she was the lead. You know, okay, she co-lead. Yeah, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger was the lead. But yeah. she was the core of the story. And she was a badass. And that was back in the freaking 80s. That, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. But she had a backstory. And she was good at it. And you could tell and you understood why she was how she was. You know, she didn't start that way. She's, if you remember, she started out like as a regular mom who was like sort of meek and whatever. And then she kind of grew into this badass out of necessity, right? Mm-hmm. Now, out of circumstance. Now, now, now the woman, the, the female characters, are just there and they're just badasses. There's no reason for it. There's no, there's no time, you know, there's no yeah. lead up to it. So that's just one example. The other example, and then I'll let you go, is just how every <laughs> single <laughs> story. Has to include gay characters now. It has to be.
2: Whoa! <laughs> We're coming haymakers, baby.
0: Second shot's fired, I guess. But look, again, I don't have anything against gay people. That's not the point. The point is that it's not just a normal this is it's being forced, is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? It's like when it's forced into every storyline it doesn't feel any more like it's just part of the story naturally like you th- there were plenty of films where there was a gay character no one complained about that but now it's not only in your face it's like they're beating you over the head with it you know let me give you one more example scooby-doo <laughs> you remember scooby-doo yeah you laughing because i'm gonna tell you now how they fucked up scooby-doo how they fuck up scooby man you you go to youtube and just look up some kind of like a trailer on the new show they have called Velma. Do you remember Velma, the character in Scooby-Doo? Of course. Okay. So you look that up and you, and you see this, this is a spinoff. I was talking about spinoffs, right? That's, that's another thing they're, they're, they're doing. Right? So they're milking everything to this fucking dead dry to the bone and there's nothing left. So now they took Velma, they created a, her own show. The characters are completely flipped because it's, it's like woke to the max. Velma is now Indian. Whoa. Shaggy, if you remember Shaggy is black. What? <laughs> uh Daphne, the redheaded girl, it's like some half Asian, half white, ditzy, whatever who's a lesbian and has lesbian tendencies with Velma together. Okay.
2: It's a kid's show, man.
0: No, 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 it's not a kid's show, actually, it's not. I mean maybe these days maybe the woke parents of these days would have let their kids watch that but it's absolutely not a kid show. Yeah, I have I don't know. And the other dude, the white dude, I can't remember his name, the other character, he's like the laugh like a laughing stock. Like he's the butt of every joke kind of thing. So the one actual white male character is now completely bashed in on all the episodes. He you know they make fun of him the whole time. And the cornerstone of the of the rest of it is like these idiot characters and their you know woke tendencies
2: (laughs) where's the spinoff i'm like on like what streaming platform
0: i don't even know bro i i haven't watched that garbage i
2: just uh read up on it is it that we're used to the original scooby-doo where there wasn't that mix of different cultures where you have a black guy and an asian guy because it was all kind of like white people and a a dog is it because we're used to that version and maybe that version in itself but is it because we're used to the regular story that it's off-putting Or is it the extent that they're choosing to go with how they, you know, are building the characters?
0: I think it's both. So for me, this is like all of this is personal opinion. So for me, it's both. On the one hand, look, the story or the cartoon was what it was. If you want to do something completely different, then do a different show. Don't take these characters and then flip them all completely. Like they're new characters, basically. You're just taking the same names and the same clothes. But you, you, why would you make a character that was clearly white black,
2: or or clearly white Indian? Because maybe back then they were missing that type of integration.
0: But they weren't. There were character. There were different characters. The core group was what it was. But there were different characters in that show. But even so, like you need to watch the trailer because I don't think you get how extreme the difference is.
2: It's like Peanuts—that one black boy, which is actually named Franklin. <laughs> 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 you want affirmative action over here? You, you want the. To- <laughs> was he really named frank he's really named franklin what the fuck are the fucking what are the chances right i get what you're saying bro my thing personally i don't all right you you've unpacked a lot let's start with the whole woman thing and and uh you finding it like sometimes they force that role on us right versus like the example you gave with the terminator where you know they build the character up they had the character had a backstory and it made sense that she was arnold's kind of like cold star right which Mm -hmm. i think was a great example for me, I think a lot of that has to do with just Hollywood, not necessarily being woke or not, but what drives numbers, like what drives ticket sales. Right. And they saw an opportunity to take Thor, which was pretty successful overall. It wasn't one of those movies that we looked at and laughed at like a flop. Right. Like when fucking mm-hmm. when D.C. makes a movie, typically, right? <laughs> DC, everybody's like, oh, it's D.C. with the exception of some right? So it wasn't a movie looked at and laughed at, right? So they, they saw an opportunity to take, I guess, in the blockbuster kind of realm and put attach a love story to it. Now, did they do it justice? I would have introduced her in other movies and then kind of, you know, little by little then boom, bring the fucking movie out versus just, you know, making it the love interest and I explaining how she has her powers i get that but i think that's more hollywood and them chasing the dollar i don't think that's so much woke in my opinion that's more of that to me
0: i agree with you i think they're chasing the dollar because they see and hear all of the crying and outrage from the no louder and louder woke
2: yeah i can everybody loves a love story though is what i'm saying
0: yeah but the love story is is kind of irrelevant to the to the point because I mean, you can argue whether it made sense to turn Thor into a love story. I think it's that's retarded, but okay. It's retarded. Because even turning something into a love story doesn't have it's nothing to do with the, the woke agenda. The the woke agenda is about this putting these people in, in certain roles just to placate to this loud woke audience or this loud woke generation or whatever you want to call them. And that's what I'm talking about. Like and and they're doing it to chase the dollar. Because they see that there's more and more people yelling and complaining about things like diversity and uh, the Academy Awards being uh, all, all only all white people and all complaining. And and these guys are like, like okay, they, they want diversity. They want inclusion. They want this. So let's just put all these fucking random people from different countries and colors and make them gay and make them this and everybody's going to be happy. And no, it's shit content. So do you have a problem with
2: diversity though?
0: Uh, no, I have a problem with forced diversity. Like they're forcing it. Like it's not, what, what is it that they call it? Like this argument about equality of opportunity versus equality of outcome. Right. And equality of opportunity means exactly that, that everyone has the same chance or the same opportunities to whatever. You know, to reach whatever or to attain whatever. A quality of outcome means regardless of whether you um, are good enough, they're going to be putting certain people using quotas or whatever into certain p- places, positions or schools, whatever the case is. Because you can you can they're going to be putting them there regardless of whether they're good enough because the outcome is what matters. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter if you have
2: if they earned it or not.
0: Exactly. So like this Academy Award thing that I was just mentioning a few seconds ago, you know, they put in a bunch of shit like to make it for, for, a, for a film to even be considered starting in 2024, a film to even be considered for an Academy Award. They now have to comply with some mandated diversity shit. So so now they have to there's like some database yeah, where where if some film wants to be considered, they have to provide details of all the people who were involved in making that film. And they need to provide their like their details, their stories so that these guys can confirm that there's been enough diversity in the film. And if it's not, it won't be considered for an Academy Award. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about.
2: It's upsetting you that they're having those restrictions because you don't think there's a problem to begin with. And I disagree. I do think there's a problem. There's something called the Rooney Rule in football. And the Rooney Rule basically, and you're not going to like this, um, it actually <laughs> forces you to interview, give an opportunity to a black coach. The coaches like 92%. And you know I'm always throwing out percentages. It's going to be ballpark people, but it's in the ballpark. I'm not really lying about the 90 percentile. Right? I just don't know if it's 92 or 93. 92% of the coaches are white. And if you look at football, and if you look at like the slave trade and, and the gladiator times, it's, it's just like a if you really think about it, it's like it's still white people kind of owning black people, right? Most of the players in the NFL are black. Genetically, a lot of their ancestors were slaves, so they were out in the fields, right? They were doing that hard labor, and that genetically changed their bodies. So now their offspring are these... Not everybody, right? But some of them are these amazing athletes. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking look at the... This, this is the nuts and, nuts and bolts of it. you know. This mm-hmm. is why primarily, even in, in most sports, right? You have black people dominating the sport. It's because genetically... They got shit that other people don't have, but it's because their ancestors were out there picking fucking cotton for 12 hours a day. Not fucking cool, you know? Um. So if you look at the NFL, with the owners being white and the players being black, I mean, slave owners were white, slaves were black, right? The only difference is that these, quote unquote, would be the slaves, which would be the players now. They're free and they make millions. So everybody's okay with it. But the concept is very similar. So there's something called the Rooney Rule, which forces you to interview, not hire, but interview, at least give an opportunity to a black coach. That doesn't mean you have to hire him, but you have to at least interview him, right? And that's that's the Rooney Rule in football and it has, I guess... Some you know similarities or parallels to what you're saying now with the academy that you have to look at you know who made the movie and who who was part of it and if there was enough diversity and inclusion in that I think but part of that is it comes from a good place but like for us the way it's been is at kind of the norm and we can't fathom that it would be any different because this is what we're used to but maybe there is something that we could look at there and be like well we can retweak that now do I think that people that don't deserve the role get the role just because of their, their ethnicity. No, I don't think that should happen because now you have shit content coming out. The best person for the role should get the role. I, I would say that 100%, -hmm. but us being, be like taking a look back of it objectively and seeing how, if there's a way to potentially make it, I don't want to say more inclusive because I don't want to turn you off, but more inclusive to the point where still the best people are getting the roles but at least these people are getting opportunities for those roles. Does that make sense? Because Hollywood, you know, it is what it is, man. Like, it is primarily primarily white, right? And I don't want to be sound like Kanye. There's a lot of Jewish people there too, though. But Jewish people got money, so that's why they're tied into that. I'm not, hey, listen, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying what Kanye said. I'm not a fan of that. I don't even listen to his music anymore. I don't rock with that guy so much. Even though some people say he's woke. You know what's funny about the woke thing, Cynic? And I'll let you respond to that if you have something to say about it. You know Mm -hmm. what I just um, said, but I, the whole stay woke thing. And initially I was on board with it because I was like, you know what? It's a fucking great movement. It's talking about opening your eyes. Right. And not being a fucking sheep, but then it became mainstream and then it became cool and it became a hashtag. Mm. And now I'm like totally off. Uh, You know, I'm turned off by it because it's not initially why I jumped on the stay woke train. If that, does that make sense? Like now it's turned into something completely different. Kind of like Black Lives Matter. Like Initially, it was started to bring awareness to, hey, look, there's something that's not right here. There's something that the balance is off. And if you haven't noticed, we need to take a closer look at this because there's an issue here. And now it became a whole campaign and a hashtag and other people hijacking it and... You know, tied into their own agenda, and they make it something completely different. Now, Black Lives Matter isn't what it was when it's you know when when it was created. Mm. That's the whole thing with the whole stay woke thing. I used to say stay woke on my social media, son. I don't say that shit no more because <laughs> it means yeah. something completely different.
0: I, I think I understand wh- where you're coming from. I mean, I we even had a a, a pretty serious episode on on George Floyd back then, yep. um, and the whole Black Lives Matter was was big in the news back then, and.
2: Did you hear about the the guy that got killed by the cops in Memphis? Did that make news over there? I heard
0: something about it today for the first time.
2: You're not gonna tell me there isn't an issue there, son.
0: It's not that there's. I don't. You know what? I refuse to do. I refuse to take these individual things, cases, and try to use that as an excuse for the the response that that that, that they're trying to that that they're using right now. Like whether it's black lives matter whether it's diversity inclusion and whatever the hell the new acronym is for for all of that bullshit i just think it's not that simple i think the devil's in the details and i think we have to look closer into the 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 details of these these things including these cases where someone uh was whatever beaten or killed you know by a by cops it's not to say that obviously if it it happens yeah that's clear but it's not enough for me anymore to just see that shit on TV and, and automatically think, yeah, there's a problem here. Like, maybe there is, but maybe there's more as well that's behind that. And what I mean is, if you see, if anyone sees that on TV, yeah, and it makes the rounds, right? And it's, and everyone's jumping on board and Black Lives Matter and, and, and they're protesting, it's all pure emotion, right? And that's fine, but that shit leads you down a path where you stop asking more questions, you know? Like, how how often does this actually happen? How many black people are actually killed every year by cops compared to any other race, you know? And I think when you start looking at those numbers, then you realize that the problem is not quite how it's depicted. It doesn't mean that it's it's not to take away from something fucked up that happens, but it's like it's just not quite as it seems when you're only just surrounding yourself by all this sort of emotional response to something that was clearly fucked up. Right. So that's my opinion on, on that the whole black lives Matter thing and, and the, the, the whole thing about cops and, and, and black people and to your point about opportunity. Yeah. And that rule in the NFL. I mean, that's the first that I heard of it, I guess. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if it's really just about opportunities, so just interviewing them. Yeah, it doesn't force you to hire them, but
2: it forces you to at least bring them in the room. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know like whether there's there's some slippery slope there or not. But uh, here's the thing:
2: it's it's not going to stop though from you know racist owners staying racist, right? Because they'll play along and then be like, "All right, we'll bring this guy in," but I know I'm not going to hire him. Yeah, sure. I mean, if they don't want to, they don't, They won't. Exactly. It, you know, but it just forces them to at least. Hear them out, and hopefully that person can win that 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 person over. Yeah.
0: So, what do you think about affirmative action?
2: I think it's a step in the right direction. Because here's the thing: like, if we weren't, if we didn't have an issue, like a huge issue of racism, like if the United States wasn't built on racism, <laughs> we, th- we think about the railroads and all of the work that that was done initially to get this country started. It, it was built on the back of, of black people, right? So, I feel like there's a lot of underlining stuff that. Was normal to us growing up that we didn't realize it until we became woke. We may hate that term, but that realization is that. I think the whole uh, football thing with the Red Sting- Redskins—it's they changed their name. I don't know if you know that, but the Washington Redskins, mm-hmm. which is the football team you grew up knowing, mm-hmm. is now the—they're uh, now the Washington Commanders, right? Because the whole Redskins thing in itself mm-hmm. was was deemed racist. Like for me, I never saw that as a racist thing. That was part of my culture growing up, and I said Redskins. But I think, like I guess if there was a team called Blackskins, would that have that been normal to me as well? Because that's the the comparison that they're making. Like <laughs> we like think about that. Like <laughs> if there was a team called the Blackskins and that was normal to me, does that make me a bad person that I didn't, you know, that I didn't see it? But I think the realization of damn, maybe there is something here is that woke kind of experience. For one. Moreover, in reference to your question. I think it's a step in the right direction because I think the foundation of a lot of the things built is built on that type of segregation. Police departments were primarily white. That's how they started. So that's my thing is like you can't ignore that there is an issue at the essence and the foundation of of a lot of things that are normal to us, even law enforcement. Mm. Right. So if primarily you have white cops, I mean, Rodney King, OJ got off because of Rodney King. Looking at looking back at all that OJ stuff, he did that shit at the perfect time because he was able to ride <laughs> that racism fucking train and made it seem like he had a crooked cosplay. And you, We all know he did it. He, But yeah. he, it worked out perfectly for him because it was right around the Rodney King time and there was a lot of tension. That shit was happening back in the 90s, bro. You're not going to tell me that we don't have an issue here, son. You're not going to tell me that we're making it up. You know, there is an issue here. Now, if media is going to go ahead and chase the headline if they're going to go for the juicier headline and they're going to put things in our face that would make more of an uproar i'm not saying that's not happening 100 percent that's being influenced maybe that's why they're not reporting those white deaths by cops which is kind of i think what you're saying right mm-hmm. that if we look at the numbers there really isn't a huge disparity the only thing we're talking about though is black people being killed mm-hmm. when white people get killed by cops as well i totally get that but that doesn't mean that we don't have a racism issue you know when it comes to law enforcement and black people not to say that every cop is racist. You know we're pro-cop. I no, decide. but the
0: consequence of, of that argument or, or of that, the consequence of that narrative being pushed all the time, constantly, 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 leads people to believe that the problem is bigger than it is. That's the point. So, yes, there's racism, but, I, but I, there's
2: racism everywhere. I have black friends, bro. I have black friends that are afraid You know, and and it's not like we're fucking white, bro. Like, you know, I can have this issue as well. I don't know the color of my, I'm going to be a dad, guys. I don't know what, how my baby's going to look. I know I have black friends that are afraid for their kids because of what the fuck is happening out there. So for us to say that they're afraid because of all the
0: shit, no, 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 no. You don't, you keep saying making it up. You're not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this is, this is a narrative that's constantly being pushed. And it's a narrative that's constantly recycled. It
2: doesn't make it false, though. Maybe so, but it doesn't make it false. That's an issue with the media companies. That doesn't make the core of the issue any less relevant, no, is what but I'm what saying. No, what it does
0: is it, it makes people think that it's bigger than it is, is what I'm saying. It makes people think that this is happening all the time, everywhere, on every street corner. And so they get scared. Yeah, of course, they get scared. It's It's, it's a normal reaction to that. To the fear that's constantly being um, pushed in normal media and in social media.
2: I would say this. If you're a lot less combative with cops, it goes a lot smoother for you. And I feel like a lot of black people, I feel like they have a chip on their shoulders sometimes. So a cop will pull them over. Why the fuck you pulling me over, folks? I ain't going to give you my ID. I think that's fuel to the fire. I think that if that same black person complies and it's like, all right, officer, is there a reason you're pulling me over? Here's the identification you need. And just play the game and don't feel like anybody owes you anything. I think that experience goes a lot different for you. I will say that. I hear what you're saying. That it's because it's being spoken of so much. It's creating the fear and it's creating the panic. But people are still being affected by it, I guess is what I'm saying. Even if it's not as big as they're making it seem, I don't
0: deny that it's that it's happening. I don't deny that there is racism everywhere in the in the police departments, in the military, in schools. There, it's everywhere. I'm not trying to say that it's not a problem. I'm trying to say that it's just a focus. The focus. It's a hyper focus on this one specific area, and it's 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 turning everyone up into this like, it's creating yeah. this 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 um. This fear and this um, this, this suspicion,
2: and it's, it's feeding it, it's creating it and making it bigger. I don't think the fact that they're choosing to cover it the way they're covering it makes it any less of an issue. Yeah, that's fucked up the way the media is doing it, but that's the problem with free speech and free media. They can say what the fuck they want. They can create their own narrative. That's fucked up about it. I totally understand. But that doesn't change what's actually happening, Brody. It's, it's, not, it's not an issue anymore. We're just we're making it an issue. We're dragging it along. It's, it's kind of the, the interpretation that I'm feeling. I don't know if I'm getting that the wrong way, but I don't think that's necessarily the truth. And do they cover it fucked up sometimes? 100%. Are they fucking chasing the headline? 100%. I get it. But there's still an issue.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure that it... That, I don't know how else to explain it. I'm not saying it's not an issue. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying it's being made into a bigger issue and people are getting more and more afraid because of the fact that it's being made a bigger issue.
2: I think we take away from it when we when we say well it's they're making it a bigger issue than it really is now is now is it really still an issue though that's my thing No all right, we can say that but it's still a fucking issue that the, um, that's all I'm saying <laughs> like yeah it that's
0: fine <laughs> that's fine it, it, it could still be an issue but my what I would say to that is it's a that issue just like many others exists. All over the place they do, yeah. And you can treat them on a on a case by case basis and try and and if you know if there's a valid um, if there's a valid situation, then then yeah, address it. You know, some things are just um, explicitly might be explicitly just blatantly racist, and that should be addressed. But I don't see how it helps anyone, even uh, black people. You know, I think on the on the contrary, I think it it puts them even more in the victim mindset to think that everything is uh, and everything and everyone is is against them um, if they don't support that narrative. I agree. And And black people, if you if you just one more thing, if you if you just zoom out, you know, just as a short thought experience, just zoom out and think about black people's experience from the times when clearly there was no argument when things were shit jim crow we're talking about you know that was blatant racism institutional racism like in the government like by law right from that from that time forward you know have black people's situation improved or has it gotten worse i think everyone can no one can argue that it's improved steadily improved
2: right so to yeah because we force things to happen like uh, no. overturning the Jim Crow no line. yeah, no, you don't think that if yes, if, Jim, if, yes, 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 yes. yes. no, what? no, you're right,
0: Jim Crow. Hold on, the Jim Crow overturning Jim Crow, absolutely, but I'm talking about things like uh, affirmative action and and all these these things that are being put into
2: place that are supposedly to help well, them. Bobby, that's what happens when the core of it is racist, though. That's why you need things like an affirmative action because at, before they weren't looking at black people. That's all I'm saying, dog. Like I get what you're saying, but if the core of it even though it's normal to us in some weird way, if that core of it is wrong and it's racist, then you need to invite things like affirmative action to start having people look at things differently. Because the core of it didn't allow black people to be involved at, it at one point in time.
0: I think we're going to agree to disagree. I don't think it serves anyone to stay in a victim mentality, first of all. And I don't think you can ever force anyone to like anyone else. You can't do it by laws or anything like that.
2: Yeah, absolutely right. I get that. And I, I, I gave you an example I think a lot of times those situations with black people and cops could be de-escalated mm-hmm. if the black person didn't feel like they had a chip on their shoulder or, mm-hmm. with, or, or was old or anything. I understand that. I'm the first one to say it. I don't think the victim mentality is the right way to approach it because, again, you're always going to feel like somebody owes you something. I think that is wrong. But if, if you're a certain color, you need to be very aware of where you are. And if it wasn't an issue, you wouldn't have to be aware of where you are. You wouldn't have to be aware of the reality of today. You wouldn't have to be aware of, hmm, where am I in the States right now? Their confederate flag's up. Should I be acting differently? Should I stop and put gas here? That is a real problem. That is all I'm saying, brother. I'm not saying that being the victim is going to progress this anymore. I do feel like the the whole victim mentality at times is is beaten to death. Mm. But to make it seem like if you are a certain color that you don't have to move differently depending on where you are in the world. I mean, okay, if
0: you find yourself in... in I don't. I think if you put, if you find yourself in, I was cutting through Alabama, redneck like, Alabama, some town I was cutting through
2: Alabama, and I and I posted it on, on my social media because I was driving from Florida to Texas. Mm-hmm. And my boy said, "Be careful there. Don't you stop there."
0: Yeah, I mean, you know what? <laughs> Straight up, I, I, I I'll like, tell stop you this. Don't
2: there. I was like, "Damn, like that, Bama." <laughs> I'm I'm of two
0: minds. I'm of two minds. On the one hand, if if the place is is truly dangerous right, then you wouldn't, why, what would you even be doing there anyway? Like, that's the same with any Maybe neighborhood. Maybe you're
2: just me. Maybe you're just cutting through. I had to make sure to put fucking gas before I left fucking Florida, baby. I,
0: you know what, though? I'm willing to bet that, I mean, I, I can't. Stopped.
2: I would have fucking stopped.
0: I can't say that for sure, but you know, you know how life is. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised that someone like you or, or myself or, or whatever could also stop in a place like that. And have, a laps- and have an absolutely pleasant experience with whoever they deal with.
2: Well, because we don't feel like we have the victim mentality. And I'm going to give you respect as long as you give me respect. And I think that's the way we move, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when you do that, you, you can still feel if something is off, but you're de- de-escalating shit automatically because you're not going into the store like, fuck you. You know, <laughs> you're like, how's it going? Good afternoon. I want to fill up on five. Because I'm here to put gas,
0: and and that person may very well be racist. And they may very well look at you weird, and but then that's that person's problem. Like th- that doesn't yeah. need to become, <laughs> you know, the. You know, everyone in Alabama is uh, like your friend told you, don't stop there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, I don't know. I This is me trying to now take the other view.
2: Yeah, I would have stopped if I needed to, but I didn't need to, thankfully. So we kept going. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to switch gears for a second. Let's that do was it. A, that was a tense conversation. It got heated in here,
1: baby. Yeah, yeah. I like was it. Too Coming intense. Back a, you know
2: what I'm saying? Listen to me. <laughs> When we talk about the core of what it is, there's a lot of stuff in that top 1% that happens. I was actually watching the uh, Maxine, Jeffrey Epstein's right hand, the girl, Maxine, mm-hmm. whatever. I forget her name. I was watching her documentary in and out yesterday because I was, wasn't really paying attention to it. But it makes me think about the whole Balenciaga thing. and It's a scandal where they had this, um, I guess, I don't want to say, it, it was promotional, right? They were taking pictures for the actual brand. And whether they put it in magazines or put it online, I don't know how they plan to use it, but they were taking these uh, pictures and it was of little kids holding teddy bears that had like BDSM bondage fucking (laughs) like around them. Right. Um, So the kids weren't wearing it, but the teddy bears that they were holding were right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of the pictures that were taken, there was a document on the table that spoke about human trafficking especially when it came to, to children right to not only human trafficking but like child pornography and, and i forget what the specifics of the document was mm-hmm. maybe you can clarify that for us when you jump in here but it's something that was very discreet it was done very discreet it's kind of i don't even know who thought about zooming in on that to be honest because i never would have done it but if you zoom, zoom in on it it's that specific text and then it's a whole bunch of other crazy stuff where like caution tape around their mouths and a lot of underlining stuff. There's the whole Red Shoe. Help me, Cynic. Red Shoe something, gang?
0: The, the, I don't I don't know. It's some group, I guess. Some club or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Hold on.
2: No, no. This is too important. I'm not. Give me two seconds. I'm going to search this real quick is it red shoe society
0: that sounds familiar. that sounds right yeah
2: nah red shoe society is a professional membership group dedicated to furthering the mission of ronald mcdonald's house nah brother that's, that's them that's <laughs> them nah, sure. the red shoe club i think it's called yeah there it is Red Shoe Club Society is a group of young professionals with a collective goal to help make a difference. Nah, dog. <laughs> Yo, you see what they're doing to us, right? You can't even fucking search it, bro. This shit never happened, bro. Never nah, happened. Nah, <laughs> dog. Hold on, bro. Hold on, playboy. You see how they try to silence us, bro? <laughs> yep. The Red Shoe Club. I'm going to play something for us real quick. Red shoes are said to be
1: symbolic to the elite and often made with human leather. Hmm. Macaulay Culkin said in a radio interview that Hollywood is controlled by satanic pedophiles who ritually unalive children. Now let's talk about the disappearance of Madeline McCann.
2: So the whole Balenciaga thing ties into the whole Red Shoe Club issue and uh, top 1% them kind of rubbing it under our nose and there being like a huge underlining issue with human trafficking, especially with the trafficking of children um, that either some of us don't want to see or... The brainwashing is, is working. But inevitably, I, I did want to go ahead and, and touch on that because it's, it's pretty big. It's one of those things. I think it's par for the course with this podcast as far as going against the grain and um, talking about things that, you know, makes people a little uncomfortable.
0: Is it pretty big still? Is it still like
2: um, very much in the news over there currently? Uh, no, it has it has quieted down quite a bit, to be honest with Now you have people like Kim Kardashian coming out and saying, oh, I'm ty- severing ties with Balenciaga and I'm very disappointed in... You know, their marketing choices and and people are are starting to, you know, trying to draw a line in the sand and separate themselves from that brand. Balenciaga is blaming it all on the photographer, saying that it wasn't their call. And, you know, they're firing the photographer.
0: The photographer saying, hey, I just took the pictures. I just took the pictures, bro. (laughs) Like, this
2: is not... Because think about it. When does a photographer with the exception that you're you're big time right maybe you have more you know control on 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 the things artistically um how you want to shoot it is up to you but when it comes to you know the marketing idea and the plan behind it and what we're trying to that's all the fucking company bro they're not going to leave that to the photographer's hand with the exception that the photographer is is badass Mm -hmm. so for them to put it on the photographer is is pretty funny um so let me see here if you seriously
1: scandal thing is just an accident watch this video because they absolutely knew what they were doing the entire time they just want to see what they can get away with so this is an image that was featured on their homepage, page and as you can see there is some caution tape right there and if you zoom in you can see that they spelled balenciaga but with two a's well if you type that spelling of balenciaga into the Latin with two a's translation on Google, it says ball is the king And who is Baal, or Baal, however you say it? He is an ancient god mentioned in the Bible that demands child sacrifices in exchange for riches. So, let me get this straight. They purposely spelled their name wrong on a campaign where they featured sad children holding BDSM teddy bears, and that name just happened to be the name of an ancient god that was known for child sacrifices. Not to mention, this is one of the main designers of Balenciaga, and her Instagram is full of satanic imagery and references, and some images even feature children. Did you know the owner of Balenciaga also owns Gucci and other top luxurious brands? Why do you think that no celebrity has spoken out about it yet? they are all involved now they are just sorry that they got caught and kim would have never even said anything if the media didn't make a whole fuss about it and make her look bad kanye has been trying to tell us and of course the media is going to cherry pick his words and make him seem like a crazy person because they don't want us to believe what he's saying because they own the media too and with all that being said i have one question where do you think that the eight hundred and forty thousand children that go missing a year are going it is all connected.
2: 840,000, almost a million. I know how you feel about the talking, the talking heads on TikTok, and I don't want you to take her necessarily... I don't want you to take her opinion into things. Her opinion is irrelevant. I just want you to take the factual things she's speaking of and the documents that she had to support it, the statistics, 840,000 kids missing, um, this thing where she says, Paul to read... And um, when we talk about the whole Balenciaga with two A's, it says the principal pillars of Balism were children's sacrifice, sexual immortality, and in parentheses, both heterosexual and homosexual, and pantheism, in parentheses, reverence of creation over the creator. Adults would gather around an altar of Baal. Infants would then be burned alive as sacrificial offerings to the deity. Amid horrific screams and the stench of charred human flesh, congregants men and women alike, would engage in bisexual orgies. The ritual was intended to produce economic prosperity for the fertility of Mother Earth. I know how you feel about that. I don't want you to take her opinion into anything. I just want you to look at the facts and the, I am. the I am. documents that she have to support the facts. And I want us to talk about that because 840,000 children, and that was a Google snapshot with the exception that Google is, is feeding us bullshit, right? That's a lot of fucking kids missing in the U.S. every year, bro. I mean, human trafficking is, is spoken about. We've spoken about it on the podcast before. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that it's not spoken about, but that's a lot of fucking kids, man. Like, what the fuck is going on?
0: I mean, to me, the the language is, is so inflammatory. It's already, for me, I'm already skeptical about anything, but let me just say, regarding the number of kids missing, my first question would be, like, how many adults go missing in the u.s every year
2: now they got to you
0: they got I, to you bro i think no you no tainted. i'm asking you tainted question.
2: son it doesn't matter how many it doesn't adults? matter but of course it
0: matters because i'm asking you the second the topic we t- we mentioned we what we talked about before okay let's go beyond the inflammatory rhetoric let's go beyond the words that are that are there to you know get us all riled up let's leave that for a second and let's let's ask a few more questions so i'm asking How many adults go missing every year in in the U.S.?
2: That's irrelevant. Does that change that 840,000 kids are missing a year? No, it doesn't change it. It doesn't change that No, it doesn't change it. And adults are different because adults have the ability to do what they want. If they want to disappear by themselves, they can because they have that prerogative. They want to go live off the grid somewhere, not tell anybody about what they're doing. They have that prerogative. Children don't. Children are supposed to be under the care of their parents until 18 years old with the extreme circumstances that parents is a piece of shit and they're not in their lives. But in a regular situation or even more, right? I stayed at home with moms past 18 because we had a, you know, primarily normal upbringing. Primarily the key word, (laughs) right? That is the way that shit works out. Like, kids aren't supposed to go missing. Adults can go missing because they can make themselves miss if they want. They can make themselves, you know, not miss, but they can make themselves disappear if they want. They can do that. That's not the same when we're talking about children, bro. No way. They got to you, man. You're tainted. You're not seeing it. Open your I'm, eyes. I'm
0: sorry. I'm I'm not gonna accept that the reason eight hundred and whatever supposedly, because I need to fact check that. Why why eight hundred and some odd thousand kids go missing is because <laughs> they is because they are um uh being taken by child sacrifice uh whatever the fuck because we know
2: that there's serial killers out here and there's yeah, fucking sickles that exactly. would kidnap your kid you know so we're not saying that all of it is going to be attributed to that but that's a very large number and it makes you think how do we get to that high of a number because i don't think that there's going to be that many serial killers taking eight hundred and forty thousand kids I don't think that all of it is is due to, to sickles. I don't think all of it is attributed to that. That's too large of a number. That's all I'm saying. There has to be something else supplementing that number.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's a it's a, it's a a mix of all kinds of shit. The, the reason I brought up the adults, even though you're right, it's a different situation because they can choose to leave. But there's also a huge number of adults that go missing, and, and there's a lot of different reasons for that. And it's the same for kids. Some of it is abdu- abductions. Some of them are runaways. Some of them... Are, are probably murdered. Aliens. Some of them uh, probably get. Come on, we get
2: abducted by yeah, extraterrestrial.
0: Yeah, it's right up the, the alley that you're in.
2: Tick TikTok alley. Nah, come <laughs> on, come on. You 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 hate to see the facts because there's somebody out here putting a green screen and look at the information. Um, that, actually, that
0: word "facts" is the problem. Are, are they facts? That's the question.
2: All right, let's let's check it. So let's. I'm gonna go into Google myself. I'm gonna put how many children go missing every year one second okay so this is straight from Google and I can send you a screenshot How many children go missing in the U.S. each year? Every 40 second a child goes missing or is abducted in the United States. Approximately 840,000 children are reported missing each year, and the FBI estimates that between 85 and 90% of these are children.
0: And now I have one. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Get the fuck out of here. I'm I'm reading something that says more than 99% of missing children return home alive. So whose facts are right? Mine or yours?
2: (laughs) What? Yeah. Where are you getting that from? Where are you getting that from? What's the source? It ain't TikTok. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, no. But tell me where is is it fucking Jim and Bob writing on their blog? Because fuck you if it's Jim and Bob writing their blog. Give me the source. Is it credible? Because I that sounds fucking insane to me. That sounds ridiculous. That 95% of kids that go missing come back no, home. No, 99. There wouldn't be all these good movies. 99. 99? Come on, bro. Who the fuck wrote that? Get out of here. I'm just saying like I can google too. I'm just saying bro it's very it's very, we're both we're both just saying it but I was able to fucking prove that the stat that was given on that talking head video as you say, was fucking true per Google and I okay, did that Okay, I Googled, too and I just told you a stat as well. Of those
0: 840 No, that's biased. Oh, you don't like my facts. That's you biased. Don't like your facts.
2: That's biased. <laughs> but do we want to talk about that uh <laughs> that video that I sent you at the beginning of the uh episode off the record that uh, I told you that uh, guy's kind of likable? Do we want to bring that up? Or- <laughs> ODT? <laughs> I just saw a video of Donald, man, and he was in, in a very human form. He was almost likable.
0: It was surprising to see him talking like a normal person and actually being funny. It was very surprising, I have to admit. That's the video you sent me. He was telling a story about about <laughs> a particular landing somewhere in the Middle East while he was in, on Air Force
2: One. And he wanted a, a- like a, a medal for for going through. it. Yeah, like he, he wanted.
0: He, he said he wanted to see if he could award himself the Congressional Medal of Honor for, for
2: for for surviving it, for just for just being on the plane while it happened. All right, man. But real quick to get back to the Balenciaga. <clears throat> One more thing, I just want to let you, you know. You know you think then we can go
0: to it. Okay. You asked yeah. me where I got that fact yeah. or that. Oh, it's a fact. But you asked me where I got it from.
2: Yeah, I'm sending you... you. You were you were spinning your time. No, for a I mean bit. I read it on a
0: blog. But to be fair to you, I looked up the source, and it's. <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm I'm trying to explain it to you. The source comes from Reuters. You know what Reuters is, right?
2: Yeah, people that take steroids. No, no.
0: <laughs> <You're> stupid. <laughs> the Reuters news agency fool. Anyway, I sent you the link. Oh, so no,
2: you know, peruse that when you have some time. I'll take, I'll take a look, man. I'll take a gander. I just love how I put, I just threw it right back at you. You were, and now you want to well, come it back. Well, it takes a, a second
0: to, to find you. facts. You can't just TikTok your way <laughs> through life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Balenciaga. You keep talking, but the other month ago, you were like, should I create a TikTok? <laughs> so I could be more uh, the oh, of you. Oh, what happened to that? Nah, man, but the, about the Balenciaga scandal, I just think that it's the, it's the tip of the iceberg. Silly. It's the tip of the iceberg as far as, it's not silly, man. It's not silly. These things aren't coincidences. Red Shoe Club, look it up, guys. And you guys can make a decision for yourself. Don't look at who's saying it, but just look at the facts that are given. And if you want to do some research, just like I did on your own, to go ahead and, and mash those yeah. things up to see if they're if they if they're right, then you know go for it. Just don't look at Kelly saying it is what I'm saying. Kelly is irrelevant. It's the information that she's given us. But there's an issue out there, man. I encourage you guys... That Balenciaga shit wasn't a coincidence. That's all i got to say.
0: I encourage you guys to look it up and confirm the facts, supposed facts, including this thing about Baal and child sacrifices and whatever.
2: Look it up. If Balenciaga's with one A, and they have concert tape with two A's, and you do some research on what Baal is, yes, Balenciaga and what the translation to that is, you're going to tell me... That there's nothing there. That I that's have coincidence. They wouldn't misspell their name. They wouldn't miss. They wouldn't misspell their name like that. That's a listen, my thing. brother. That's done intentionally. I
0: mean, I'm going to tell you something. It's done intentionally. Right? <laughs> intentionally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> intentionally.
0: <laughs> Baal bal as a as a as a as a demon. B a a l. B yeah. B a l yeah. As a demon, you can find literature on it. I have heard. Oh, of Did the you demon. know
2: about him before? Oh, it's, that's what it's you're tattooed protecting. in my
0: on my arm. You didn't know that.
2: Oh, you're one of his children.
0: <laughs> so now Damn, you're going to say that I that I'm uh, also in the in the in the ba- Balenciaga scandal. I'm a right. part of
2: it. Maybe you're you've been a mole the whole time, my guy. <laughs> in any Damn, case on your arm. That's the thing that's on your forearm, right? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, this this tattoo here. I I probably told you this a long time ago, but maybe you forgot. This one here, uh, if you remember, if you can even see it, mm-hmm. this, this hooded guy here, and he's holding yeah. something in his hand, and the smoke that's rising behind him. And this smoke are skulls of demons. Of children, And in there are various names of demons, Baal being one of them. So if you look up this information about Baal and the child sacrifice thing, It only takes two minutes. You can find it on Wikipedia. There is one part where they're talking about one version of this demon because this thing, this demon, whatever existed in different forms in different cultures. One form of it called Baal Hamon, like ham in Spanish. Yeah, there's a reference there. It says the archaeological record seems to bear out accusations in Roman sources that the Carthaginians burned their children as human sacrifices to him meaning Baal so what do I take from that okay there's something there about burning yeah but it's from Romans talking about Carthaginians so this is mm-hmm. a case of victors talking about the people that they conquered already mm-hmm. you need to be aware that that's going to be suspect because yeah. they hated the Carthaginians of they're going to repre- then there's plenty of examples of people um saying that uh, the Christians back in the day we're doing all kinds of shit, homosexuality, all kinds, of, because they were all mm-hmm. accusations against the group that they didn't like. Mm-hmm. And in any case, this is an accusation from some Roman sources about Carthaginians. Like, my point is, this is far from fact. This is far from saying, oh well, yeah, absolutely, there are people that are that are, that are believing this and that they're throwing kids in fires. Maybe they are, because there are enough sick people in the world. But maybe it's just them trying to be edgy. Yeah, okay. Baal is like this obscure demon. I have the fucking thing on my arm. Also, for why do you have it on your arm?
2: Can we ask? Can we like let's let's address that? That's that's
0: next episode, baby. That's next episode.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, real life Anakin, son. (laughs) I guess that does make sense because I mean, who's fact checking Google, right? because for me it's a search. It's not like I have to go into an encyclopedia and I have to, you know, go on a loop and fucking go and discover things with old maps. I just type it into a search engine and then what that search engine gives me, I take as truth. So Yeah, and that's you're, what you're, uh, I get, I get what you're saying there. Like who's checking the information though? And and if there is some something that's tainting the the story that somebody's telling because it's influenced by like you said, you know, people that that had an issue with each other. And we're taking that as truth, then can we take what they're saying, the Corvette, to be true? I, I get I get what you're saying, but I think that there's still something there, my guy. For sure. You know, I, I feel like if there, if there's an issue there and there's BAL and we're specifically placing these things in these pictures, when we spell our name differently. And for one, to think about Balenciaga with one A, now I'm thinking when it was created, it was created with some dark shit in it. But they didn't want to go out and do the two A's. Now they've gotten brave, and now we're going to slip in another A in there, and it's going to be right in your nose, and you're not going to notice. But I don't think that's coincidence. And when you go deeper and you see pictures, you see the kid with the red shoes, man. All this stuff that are that are happening on this marketing campaign are thought out of, especially when it's a clothing campaign. Now, if he's holding a laptop, and the product is a, is an electronic equipment, and then his, his clothes are kind of an afterthought, then I can probably be more... You know privy to the idea of no but that's that could be more coincidence but they're a clothing brand that's what that's what that's what they do it's clothes so you're not gonna that, tell me that's coincidence all of that shit is they're edgy yeah all of those things are, are thought out man
0: you see kim kardashian walking around with that black mask thing all over all across her face looking like some kind of ghost in black yeah you looked into that too they they, they just they they want to be edgy okay I mean, I don't I'm not saying that they're not sick people out there. Again, but
2: sometimes people play the Ouija board because they want to be edgy, but you know what? They still summon those fucking demons, dog. You never played the Ouija board? I haven't. I know you guys have. I don't play with that shit. I respect it, bro. I have a healthy respect. That's why to this day it's been smooth sailing. I have been anointed with the blood of Jesus. <laughs> no no crazy things <laughs> have happened to me. I don't go looking for it, bro. I don't you know how I get cause I think there's something in our brain that likes the excitement of the fear, right? The way I feed that is I fucking go streaming and I watch all these haunted stories and that's enough for me. I don't gotta go to my house and do a Ouija board or go into a fucking to a haunted house and, you know, see if there's anybody there and knock three times. That's not me, my guy. That's not me. I hear not you. Me. That's I, hear not you. Me. I res you know, respect <laughs> everybody's hustle, but De lejo, ¿me entiendes? De lejito. <laughs> all right, bro. I think I think that we got to call it, bro. I feel like there's so much more that we have to say. I'm, I feel like we really scratched the surface on the Balenciaga thing. But I'm not going to promise you that we're going to talk about it next time. Because when we do that, by next time, there's something else to talk about. So this is pr- basically all you're going to get, right? We're going to keep a G. But hopefully we've spoken about it enough where you can do your own research. And you guys can make your own assessment on what it is about. But again, I just want to bring more attention to that. Because... That needs to be spoken about more than it has been. And that's all I got. That's
0: so all she wrote. All right. Then I would say we let these people go get on with their lives. Oh, hold on. The quote. The quote is brought to you by your boy DT. <laughs> the old Donald.
2: Good old Donnie D.
0: He knew what we were going to talk about today. So he made it a point to uh, give us a nice one-liner. A nice short to the point. And what did he say? He says, "Everything woke turns to shit." <laughs> Donald Trump.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Donnie Donnie T. Let me tell you, him and uh, Desantis have similar views on that whole woke thing. Desantis ain't a fan of that either, man. Woke is where he says "This is where woke people go to die." Isn't that what he said? Quoted word for word. This is where woke goes to die. Desantis said, yeah, that? "Yeah, he said that, bro. This is where woke goes yeah. to die, bro." This That's guy's some G, a G shit right there that's but that's like my him, thing but. bro like that's i that's my guy that's my thing though it's like again the, the essence of woke is great but that's they're smart cynic because right when we have something that forces us to look at things differently and look at things with a different scope they're gonna piggyback on it and they're gonna fucking cloud just like tobacco did just like the tobacco did bro when when it, when uh initially it came out that say hey, smoking is fucking deadly and it kills you yeah but you know what you can die from a brain tumor too they muddy the waters <laughs> now what they've done with the whole woke thing they've muddy the waters and now they've but you know they've rode the campaign and now if you're woke you're a liberal come on son it's happening right under our noses all right guys we love you we'll catch you on the next thank you for fucking joining us man i know me and cynic we missed you guys you know it's been a, a hectic couple weeks for us but i think we're gonna get a little bitter bit of a, a better flow moving forward um, now that things are a little more stable, we definitely missed you guys, and hopefully we'll we'll come to you a little more frequently, man.
0: And that's the plan, anyway. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next time. Just uh, remember to stay woke, to think independently. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't stay woke. Think
2: independently. <laughs> don't be a victim, and don't be deterred by the saying because the essence of it is a beautiful thing. All right, look no, at things with a don't different scope. Don't do look it. at things with a different scope, motherfuckers. We love if you. If someone says stay woke, walk away
0: all right y'all we'll catch y'all next time same time same place same channel
2: we out of here
1: peace